Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. With your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. You know his motto. He's excited to be alive. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, Let's get the conversation started. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, 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 welcome to another further Father Radio Show. I am your host, Pastor Jay. Called women 
in a time such as now. Hallelujah. It was yes. the degradation and the spiraling down. There is the uplifting of our women. We thank you, Lord, for victory where women are concerned, where families are concerned, where communities are concerned, where the kingdom is concerned in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Ron, Elder, Elder, how are you doing today? You know, you know, uh, this is going towards the end of what is prescribed as Women's Empowerment Month. And though some try to truncate it and limit it, we realize that this is a lifelong, if you have daughters, if, you're, if you have a spouse, if you have a betrothed, if you have someone you have an eye on, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you realize the importance of empowerment. I've talked to some brothers, especially in the conscious community, and in the conscious community, they believe that the woman is God. But then they asked why the Bible says that uh, 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 they pulled woman from the man. And I said, when something is precious, the wisest of the wisest would create the protector first and then bring the precious. So mm. we want to talk about protecting our women, empowering women. We want to hear it from not the horses, <laughs> but the unicorns now. <laughs> Because there is a rare breed among us. There's someone special among us. And her name is Stacy Lloyd. And I, I apologize for all the promotional. I put an E-Y in there. Because I know a Stacy. Uh, a shout out to, to Stacy uh, uh, um, Witzel. Uh, and, and it's an E in it. And I, I accidentally, in my, uh, in my haste, in my typing, I, I put an E in it. But I corrected it on the show. I have to correct it. As we push it out further, welcome, 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 welcome to the show. Uh, the good woman, the 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 the, the one who uh, leads Miss Lloyd Enterprises, which includes Miss Stacy Lloyd and Be Awesome and Irene and Faith, the consultant, the the author, <laughs> the, the the woman of God, the coach, the writer, the content creator. Uh, 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 the one who gives individuals a sense of trans- tra- uh, tranquility and helps them to rejuvenate. Oh, my goodness. We welcome to you uh, 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 an awesome woman of God, a PK, if you will. Hallelujah for Miss Stacy Lloyd. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing today? Sister Stacy? Ron? <laughs> yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> I was wondering. I, I, maybe she had it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Can you all hear me? <laughs> yes, yes, we, we can. can. Yes, we can. All right. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm happy to be alive. It is a blessing to be alive, as you say, Pastor Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me. That was a wonderful introduction, and we'll forget about the E. That's all good. Well, (laughs) just don't call me. It's silent. It's silent. Just just don't call me Stephanie, (laughs) and we're good. Oh, yeah, I won't. I won't. I won't. (laughs) I appreciate you. 
I appreciate you as well. And 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 we are here because of the incredible Elder Ron Herring. Um, it's sometimes you realize that your 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 extended family is not just family in terms of of your biological, but in in your spiritual walks, uh, as you are connected to brothers in Christ, they are connected to brothers and sisters in Christ. And that is uh, how this happened. And I want to give an incredible applause to Elder Ron, who is always steadfast. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, all I want to say is, as the Father leads, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> my oh. my buddy, my friend, my spiritual mentor. Yes, yes, yes. You know, who you sowing, you're going to see the fruit from. That's for somebody I'm, out there. That's for somebody out Somebody heard that. <laughs> who you sow into, you will see the fruits of. Yes, so uh sister Stacy. Um yes. you lead you you've written books and what have you, but we always like to start off in the realm of fatherhood because this ultimately is the best fatherhood radio show in the world. So uh, uh uh before we got on, I got to ask you permission to ask about because everyone has a fatherhood story, either good or bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, can we honor your father by giving his name, his, uh, uh, even yeah. if you feel like giving his title? And let's talk a little bit about your relationship with him and how it brought you to who you are today. Sure. So my father is, the official title is District Elder Raymond E. Lloyd, Jr. I oh. say Forget the title. He's a pastor, but is he's Raymond. He is Buster. He is a junior. Um, he's a father, friend, community leader. He is the uncle of many, mentor, and an unofficial mentor to many. Um, he is an awesome human being, and I am privileged to be his daughter, one of six daughters the exact but one of eight children total and so um, I'm number two and so Raymond Eugene Lloyd Jr. is his name and uh, yes we salute and honor him Um, and especially more than anything for the man of God that he is um, because that to me was the best Things that he could have instilled in me is a foundation of faith. Yes. And so I grew up in Springfield, Ohio. Shout mm-hmm. out to Ohio. Oh, I O. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I um so I grew up in Springfield, Ohio. Um and growing up, I'll be honest, my parents were divorced. <clears throat> That was a bit of a tumultuous time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember them being together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you know, he's a pastor now, but my grandfather was a pastor growing up. So we were, I was mm-hmm. very much a pew baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I know nothing else in terms of foundationally. 
and um, I would say around five, maybe six, they separated, mm-hmm. and it was a very confusing time for me. Um, right. And I'll speak for me. So, so my mother and father have three children. I'm the middle of the three, and then my right. father remarried, and I'll talk about that here in a second. And then there are children as a result. So yeah. that's how you get to the eight. <laughs> eight is great. And eight so is great. Um, eight is great. And so uh, grew up in Springfield, uh, Pew baby. Um, parents got divorced, officially divorced probably when I was like seven or eight. Dad remarried when I was 10. But I'll rewind. The beginning stages of life were just a lot of church and a lot of confusion. Um, in part because of this separation, this divorce, this tumultuous marriage, if you will. And so um, we were, the village was there. um, And I'd be remiss to say that what I needed, I will not speak for my other two siblings, um, what I needed was my father's attention Mm -hmm. and my mother's love. Mm. And that was missing. And it was missing because there's so much going on with them yeah. <laughs> um, and their marriage. And, and again, and, and I'll disclaim and make this disclaimer that as parents do the best that they can with yeah. what they're working with at the time. My parents yeah. were young, um, trying to figure things out and raise children at the same time. Yeah. And um, so I will say that. Um, But, again, what I needed was my father's attention, which in my head equals love. Yes. And I needed my mother's nurturing love. Yes. And those were missing pieces for me. As an adult, I would discover those were missing pieces for me. And as children, you don't have the ability to express what you really need, right? You act out because you don't know, you don't have enough emotional intelligence to communicate what you need. Dad, I need you to hug me. Dad, I need you to, you know, pay me attention, skip the church meeting or, you know, so forth and so on. Like, when is dad going to be home? Or when is that attention that I really crave for and that I need going to happen? And so, um, again, so divorce was probably fine about seven or eight. Um, And then you go to uh, about 10 years old, my dad remarried, and I distinctively remember um, at the wedding, my stepmother is from Seattle, we were at a church, and my sister, after they got married, we knew they were going on their honeymoon, my sister was on one of his legs, these six tooths was towering above us. I was on the other leg, we did not want to let this guy go, we were crying, falling wow. out, crying didn't want to let him go. And I knew at that moment, and I remember it so distinctively, that I knew that there would not be a chance for me to have the closeness that I yearned from him yeah. ever yeah. again, or, wow. or at least at that at, at that point ever again. And oh, wow. so as a kid, I, that's how I'm con- – you can go ahead. Yeah, um, we, we are going to go to a message, and we will be right back. But we're going to pick this up right on the other end because there's so many who know this story and this is going to bless so many as we aim to work with this incredible young lady of God uh, to empower women and we will be right back. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us 
to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500, which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org, email us at info at furtheringfathering.org, or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, the family, the brothers, and the sister are back in the building. <laughs> the interview with Miss Stacy Lloyd, author of The Rise of the Good Woman and much, much more. Yes, yes, yes. Stacy was telling of the beginnings. You see, people don't understand why people do what they do in order to bless others. Very often you are introduced. The word says he chastens those he loves. If you've ever seen the movie um, The Five Heartbeats, the, the, the Robert Townsend character was already a good uh, songwriter, but but he was advised and admonished by a mentor that says, once you go through something, then your ability to write songs is going to go through the roof. So no wonder Sister Stacy Lloyd is doing what she does and doing it well. Sister Stacy, continue telling us your story from childhood that began to spark that you would eventually write Rise of the Good Woman. Yes, so thank you so much. You're so sweet. (laughs) Um, So I would, to continue just the the feeling of knowing that the attention that I needed from my father was going to be, I I, I felt like as a child, I didn't, I was not going to have an opportunity to experience that once my stepmother came into the picture. Um, And so that really, you're talking, I'm around 10, you fast forward a couple years where I realized I got attention from was where boys. (laughs) And 
and not to say that I wasn't getting it before. Um, it was just that as I was still fighting for the chance of attention with my dad. <clears throat> yeah. And once I realized and I felt like that wasn't going to happen, then I focused my attention outside the home. Mm. And where I was getting that attention was in boys. And, mm. you know, I have my parents are out, out, inwardly wonderful, but outwardly they're my mom is a fox and my dad is super, super handsome. So they, <laughs> we've been fortunate. <laughs> I mean, not fortunate, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. I've never had problems attracting uh, male counterparts, if you will. And so <laughs> this. <laughs> So this, and I'm trying to be real humble and modest here, but um, but this also, this attention though is not good attention from the perspective yeah. of boys. You know, they're not mm-hmm. worried about love. They're just mm-hmm. kind of getting your panties, and let's just be yeah. honest with it. And so, yeah. um, and so this led into, and this is full transparency. I had a high school sweetheart. This led into uh, losing my virginity just shy of my 16th birthday. Um, but this led into a pattern, even mm. until well into my adulthood, a pattern of equating because I, I didn't, the love that I yearned and that I wasn't getting from my, my father in the home, mm-hmm. I had to define it outside the home. Right. And I want you all to hear what I just said. Yeah. I couldn't define what love was in the home. I went mm. outside of the home, okay? And so yeah. for different people, that means different things, right? Yeah. You could have yeah. a, a, a child who gets into games or they're going yeah. where the love is. So if you're not exactly. providing that in the home, they're going outside to get it. And so yeah. that's what I did. And where I was getting the attention, which I equated to love, was mm-hmm. with boys. And unfortunately, that led me, not so much in high school, <laughs> but that mm-hmm. led me on my back. And mm-hmm. and so that, but again, it's this pattern. So you think psychologically, oh, this is a form of love, not the totality of love. Yeah. Um, so there began a mental cycle for me that was very warped because yeah. I wasn't shown the example of that physical love that I needed, that adoration, that, yeah. um, you know, the hugs and the I love yous and the, and it didn't mean that they didn't, but that's what I needed. And every yeah. child is different, but there needs to be some form of that in the home. And yeah. so um, then you just get lost in the shuffle because, again, my my father remarried. Um, my stepmother had a step or had a daughter, so there's yes. four of us off off you know off the rip. And then they had yeah. four more. So then you get lost in the shuffle. So there's no right. way for you to understand what I need if you're just now. I'm just a number. <laughs> Understood. Um, I'm a number. And then I'm going again outside of the home to get the attention that I need. Again, high school sweetheart um, on my back, and but this mm. began that began the cycle of that well into my adult life. Um, so I will, and I will say this, um, and and I'll say this in reference to church, because yes. oftentimes pastors um, and ministry yes. inside the church 
take away from the ministry in the home. And it mm. is very, very, very important. Yes. Please hear me. It is very important for family to be the first ministry. It is Hallelujah. very, very important for family yes. to be the first, mm. first ministry. And you all yes. are doing an excellent job in making sure that that message is, is heard and felt and practiced. And, I, and so kudos to you all. Um, and so coming from someone who has experienced that when ministry in the church takes precedence over ministry at home, I became a product of that, where mm. councils and meetings and, um, you know, the doors of the church are always open, right? <laughs> right. But there has to be the boundaries because when you're, um, when there's a gap in the home, it's kingdom of God because because family represents kingdom and in order for us to be healthy um, Mm -hmm. and and allow God's light to shine and healthy Mm -hmm. as individuals it starts at home so I just want to stress that importance and then I will continue continue on Um, that is powerful that is powerful you know um we, we, we say it further and farther in that family is the seed of nation, that mm-hmm, family mm-hmm. is the seed of kingdom. And, and it's important for you to put family where it's in its rightful position, because that is the boundaries mm-hmm. of uh, your, your authority. And with that said, the reason we're doing the show at 12 is because I very much intend on being at my son's track meet, which would normally there be you go. where we normally air. Also, when we just went through the conference, and shout out to all of ICAF, Bishop Harris, Pastor Mark Witzel, and Pastor uh, Bullock, and Pastor Tillery, and, and, and Pastor uh, uh, Simmons, all those who, who uh, know and love in ICAF, I was very intentional to go down early with my family so that we could enjoy the, the New Orleans on our own first and then go to the mm. conference. You have, as pastors out there, dads out there, leaders out there, moms out there, whoever it is, please, if you're in a leadership position, uh, um, Always realize the why you're doing something. You're doing it uh, uh, to yes. bless your family. And, and, and mm-hmm. your family is not just supposed to be an accessory. Amen, amen, yes. amen. Continue, sir. Yes. Continue, yes. Sir. Continue, sir. Yeah, and so, and, and, and I will say that we went on summer trips. My love for travel comes from my father. My father mm. was very, he was not present emotionally. He was present mm. physically. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and he also laid the foundation of faith. And so I, I want to, so there's the, there's this duality that I have here, right? Yeah. So there's, there's, on one end, I wasn't getting the emotional and physical love that I needed, that I couldn't communicate. But on the other end, I was getting the providing. I was getting the presence, right? Um, yeah. So it's, it's. So, so I want to definitely say that it wasn't, it was not all bad. I know I, and we didn't, I never missed a meal, right? Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, he was a, yes. he was a assistant pastor and social worker. I forgot to yes. mention that. He's an assistant pastor and social worker. So he yes. did an excellent job of being a provider. And, and, um, and so there's there's that duality for me, right? Yeah. There's the, yeah. the missing, and there, everything's not going to always be perfect. I wouldn't be exactly. who I am if there wasn't that missing piece. I wouldn't be who yeah. I am if I didn't know that, you know, 
fast forward, I, I'm more than likely wouldn't be an author because there's no substance to write from. <laughs> if yes, exactly. You know? Exactly. And so, um, so, so yeah, so that's, for the most part, that's the, the biggest thing was being raised on faith. Yes, there were some missing pieces in terms of the physical and emotional um, love. And a lot of that has to do with how he was loved. So we have to also yes. realize that what we're doing is setting things up for the next generation. So what yes. we're teaching with the unlearned mm-hmm. behavior, because oftentimes, the, and I wouldn't even say oftentimes, in my opinion, most of what we learned is, is untaught. It is what mm-hmm. we see. And so, um, yes, it's observation, especially from a child one to five or six years old. Those infancy stages are very critical. So what I was learning was what I was seeing. So the same for my father, right? So if you're yeah. not seeing a, an emotionally, physically loving father, then you think you're doing well because you're doing what your dad did. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right? So exactly. you're going to model and you're going you're gonna to model and mimic. That's what, that's what you do as children. And so mm-hmm. you don't realize unless someone brings it to your attention that you're even doing it wrong, right? And so Amen. that's where, you know, breaking generational curses come in and and recognizing. And I used to question, like, how is he a social worker and a pastor and not see this? But he was so closely <laughs> connected, he couldn't, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. you know, and so I had to, you know, we get into my 20s and 30s, and I had a lot of unlearning to do. I had a lot of forgiving to do, both mother, father, wounds, and and, and, and the sort, I, I knew that I had father wounds. I didn't know I had mother wounds. Um, wow. I will say a book wow. called, yeah, with, with, I had both. With, with the, yeah, you know, um, that is the reality of so many. Um, that mm-hmm. uh, and, and as we say in Further and Fathering, that the first learning style, really technically it's the second. Hearing is actually the first uh, because the dad should be speaking to the belly. But, the first learning mm. style that a child learns from a father is observation. And prayerfully, as led yep. by the Holy Spirit, it turns into discernment. So we're going we're gonna to go to a break again, and we'll be right back. And, Ron, you ready for the second question, right? Oh, absolutely. All right, we'll be back with these messages. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us. To be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www dot furtheringfathering dot org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise fifteen hundred dollars, which will cover the cost of ten kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions 
virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, the family's back in the building. Yes, the interview with Ms. Stacey Lloyd, author of The Rise of the Good Woman and much, much more. We've already heard much more and so excited about where this is going. You see, she was modest and didn't want to say she was fly, right? But we all know fly. Right? But, 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 but we know uh, uh, the, 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 sometimes the obstacles, because my wife is very beautiful, that you go through a lot because of your beauty. You go through a lot of hate in this world because of your beauty, because there's assumptions of conceit that comes as a receipt, right? So, um, uh, uh, Elder Ron, you know, you, yes, you introduced uh, me to, to, to Stacy. I think it only right that you ask the second question. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I tell you, man, this this young lady right here, she never fails to amaze me. Um, every moment spent with her is a learning moment and, and a, a moment of, of great glee because she has so much love and so much sweetness in her and so much – she's just a blessing, man. So when people see her, of course, she is being modest, my brother. Yes, she is extremely beautiful, but <laughs> – the beauty on the inside is what causes the beauty on the outside to regulate such much more, you know, and, and that person on the inside, once you get to know her, man, you can't, you can't do without having that electric come to you more often than not, you know, so she's truly, a, but, but to go forward on this second question, which I think you'll love this one is when you hear a woman's empowerment, what does that mean to you? in the context of one, an individual, two, families, and then three, communities. Thank you. You're, you're so super sweet, and I appreciate it. And I'm smiling with my face and on the inside. I love you so much. I appreciate that. Um, so individually, in terms of women's empowerment, um, for me what it means is self-love. Um, from an individual standpoint, that means loving yourself, knowing who you are, knowing whose you are. I'll say it again, knowing whose you are, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the self-love starts first. And mm-hmm. because, and like you said, you know, there's a lot that does come with um, a being beautiful, and there is a stigma, but the love on the inside is what really shines and so I don't have a lot of enemies. I have lots of friends. I have lots Hallelujah. of people who are supportive and loving and who match my energy. Because I do believe that we, when we look at a person, 
oftentimes we're seeing a mirror of ourselves reflected right back at us. Yeah. And so mm. I, I, I lead, I lead with love mm-hmm. and love is what I, I, I get back very, yeah. very, very few. And this is really in my entire life. Very few mm. instances do I not get love back. Amen. Um, and that's a blessing. Um, and so individually, again, women's empower, empowerment means self-love. Mm. Um, oh. And I can get into that a, a little bit deeper, but I'll go to the family. Um, empowerment, family, I, I believe that when, first of all, women are superheroes. Let me just say that. <laughs> women are superheroes, okay? Yes. And, and And I should be a little bit more specific because, let me say this. Women are glorious, in mm. my opinion. The world yeah. wouldn't mm. be the same yeah. without the gloriousness of women. Mm-hmm. And then I will say mothers are superheroes. Amen. And yes, so ma'am. that leads mm-hmm. to the family portion, okay? Yeah. So women and, women's empowerment um, for families means motherhood. And it means superheroes. Um, just to bring a child into this world is a miracle. Is nothing mm-hmm. short of a miracle at all. Mm-hmm. And the ability for a woman to, one, to be healthy enough, and however the child is delivered, it doesn't matter, right? Right. But to be healthy enough to carry a child full term and mm-hmm. all that goes with that. And this is coming yeah. from someone who has yet have a child um, is just a miracle. And so when I look at, at families, I look at the superheroes of, of mothers, um, good, mm-hmm. bad, and indifferent, right? Yeah. I mean, there's all different ways we can raise children, but the miracle in just having them and being the vessel to have them um, is a miracle. And so my, in my eyes, I, when I see a mother um, whether they're an older mother who has, you know, grown children or their grandparents, you know, they're now grandparents or a young mother who has just had a child, I just, like, stand in ovation. Um, and so that, to me, what women's empowerment means in terms of family is just the superhero of the woman and her mother who is yep. just able to bring life and the importance of that. And like you yeah. believe, we could do we could do better, and we could yeah. do better for and and this is across the board, no matter yeah. where you are in life, what stage, mother, uh, un, you know, unmother, unwed, wed, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We could collectively do better. I do believe that we have dropped the ball, um, mm-hmm. and and I say that because we are so. First of all, we're helpmates. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the reason why we are nurturing and gentle and caring is that we can rear. Mm-hmm. We have the responsibility of really rearing our children. Yeah. And so, and I'm not saying that that both parents aren't contributors to what we're seeing. Right. right. That is the state of the world. We're seeing, but I believe that mothers have just the distinct privilege of really gently, I yeah. believe, that we have dropped the balls, and especially dropped the balls for our daughters. And I'm going to speak mm. to that specifically. 
Okay. Can, can you get close to your mic because it was a little static? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure thing. Am I okay now? Yes. Is it okay? Okay. Yes. So I'm going to speak specifically to mother, mother, daughter. Okay. And and this brings in the community because I I do believe we're we're failing. And again, part of the reason why I I wrote rise was <laughs> for us to rise because collectively we could do better as a community um, because mm-hmm. our families are at stake and the kingdom is at stake. Yeah. And um, and so I, you know, more recently we've had the Oscars and we've just had a lot of women walking around basically naked, um, mm. you know, no undergarments, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. um, and I'd be remiss to not mention this. We're just, we're missing something that we're not doing. And so for me, women's empowerment is coming together and figuring out where we need to cross the T's, where we need to dot the I's, where is the etiquette, where are the morals, where are the standards. We need to collectively rise so that we can create these wonderful communities that ultimately are going to upbuild and uplift the kingdom of God. So um, that's that's what that means. Um, It's it's really all about, again, that self-love. Um, that's going to impact your family, right? Because mm-hmm. you're, you are, when you're whole and you know who mm-hmm. you are and whose you are, it's going to positively affect your family. Those families right. then affect the communities, right? Right. So if right. we're if we're we're producing these solid human beings mm-hmm. who have love for self, love yes. for God, and who are yes. kind and gentle and have standards. That's what we mm-hmm. need back in our, our communities, right? So, um, so that's what women's empower, empowerment means to me. Um, it is not something that is doomed. Um, mm-hmm. It is something that just needs improvement. And Amen. there has to be a standard, and there has to be a standard of women who love the Father to stand yes. up and make a, make a stand and hold hold themselves account, accountable, mm. but also pull up the younger women and hold yeah. them accountable and say, sweetie, no, that's, you don't have to do that. And then mm-hmm. teaching them how to love themselves so they don't feel yeah. like they have to do certain things to get attention. Yeah. And yeah. so um, that, what I, I know that God has empowered me with um, is speaking to women across mm-hmm. the board. I mean, I've had with the book, I've had a 70-year-old say, I wish I had this book 50 years ago. Wow. Um, I've had, um, I, the book has been saving marriages, um, mm-hmm. 20-something, 30-something-year-old marriages. And wow. so um, the whole idea is that mm-hmm. no one's exempt from this women's empowerment, right? Um, if yeah. you're a woman, you're included. The idea mm-hmm. is is to rise and to recognize it doesn't have to be um, the standard of the world. It Hallelujah. needs to be and can be the standard of the Father. And that includes grace. That includes modesty. That includes appropriateness. Because also there's a time and a place for everything, and there's a tire. There is a tire for every place that you go as well. Oh. Hallelujah. The word accountability and appropriate. Mm, we're going to get into that mm-hmm. uh, after these messages. 
and we will definitely be right back. What a phenomenal, phenomenal talk track. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help Further and Father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500, which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, R, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org, email us at info at furtheringfathering.org, or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes. Women's Empowerment Month. Women's Empowerment <laughs> Life. Women's Empowerment in general. The interview with, with, with the incredible Miss Stacey Lloyd, author of The Rise of the Good Woman and much more. You know, I, 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 I looked up seven reasons why women's empowerment is important to family, community, and church. And... Uh, I'll read them real quick. Number one was improved economic status. The women's empowerment leads to better economic outcomes for them, their families, and their communities. Number two was healthier families. When women are empowered, they can better take care of their own health and that of their family members. Number three, better education. When women are empowered, they can provide better educational opportunities for themselves, their children, particularly their daughters. Women who are educated are more likely to value and prioritize education for their children. Number four, improve social and political participation. Women's empowerment can lead to greater participation in social and political activities. I will add to that kingdom, kingdom, kingdom activities resulting in more engaged and representative communities. Uh, Number five, reduce gender-based Violence. Women's empowerment can help to reduce gender-based violence by challenging social norms that perpetuate violence and discrimination against women. Number six, it strengthens communities. When women are empowered, they can contribute to building stronger communities. And number seven, 
is spiritual and moral growth. Women's empowerment can, can uh, also promote spiritual and moral growth within churches and communities. When women are empowered, they can use their influence to promote standards, as Sister, Sister Lloyd said, values of compassion, forgiveness, social justice, contributing to the overall well-being of the community. Ah, uh, yes. Sister, Sister, Sister Stacy, <laughs> everything that you just heard, um, uh, I know because you also have Awesome Me, which is, which is, uh, Awesome, which is All So, All, All So Me. I said it right? Did I say it right? <laughs> Can you, you speak did. You did. <laughs> you did. Can you speak to that, uh, the, the, those influence that women's empowerment does and, and what start, why did you start Also Me and how can people get in contact with you? Start, I would start with that. How can people get in contact with you and how uh, women's empowerment uh, is, is ingrained in All So Me? Sure. So you can, I'm on all social platforms. Um, under Miss Stacy Lloyd, so that's M S S T A C Y L L O Y D. So Miss Stacy Lloyd, literally on all platforms. TikTok a little bit, but uh, definitely Twitter, uh, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. There is also a uh, for the ladies. There's a private group that I have on Facebook called Good Woman. Um, and if you would like to friend us, I will accept you, but it is definitely only for the ladies um, socially, and if necessary, we'll communicate that way, and then I'll give (laughs) other personal information out. So um, going into the program is actually called Be Awesome, and as you said, so it's Be Awesome. So Be Awesome is obviously self-explanatory. The other part of that is, so it's a dual meaning, and it's for you to be your most authentic self. So a self-motivating phrase, to be also me, so be me. And so that is a program um, that is loosely based off the book. Um, It is faith-based. There are different versions that I'm working on at the moment, but it's a 10-week program um, that has not launched just yet. Um, I'm going through all of the phases uh, of, you know, launching it, if you will. And so, um, but that came because people were reading Rise of the Good Woman and wanting more, Um, wanting more curriculum, wanting more um, information as to doing the work. Um, Rise is self-reflective. And so um, been changing lives and I've, you know, fortunate enough and blessed to be the author and and obedient enough to write it but it is it is god's work and um but it is all for the betterment and the empowerment of women um and so that program is again an extension of that and that's taking one from self and leading them to a path of god because you can't really know yourself unless you know who created you right Hallelujah, hallelujah. Right? I mean, (laughs) so it's, 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 if we, if we can, if if we could really understand 
that that going back to source, going back to creator is imperative mm-hmm. in knowing ourselves, we would yeah. like save our we would save ourselves from ourselves, right? Yeah. So um so that's very important, that's very, very key. Um, again, that has yet to launch. I am also working on so stay tuned. I'm also working on the male version of Rise. So Rise of the Good Man, same concept. This to me, Rise is a body of work with the help of men like Mr. Ron and a lot of just influential men. Um be better than Rise of the Good Woman because I'm able to put pro- put the program stuff in Rise of the Good Man, whereas that was that's not included with Rise of the Good Woman. So mm. there's a lot to come. So definitely stay tuned. Um, and I totally, you know, I'm just grateful and honored that God would choose me. Um, I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'm willing, right? We have to be willing. And so he's just taking a willing vessel and um, having his way. So, you know, I just honor and and give him all praise um, just for what he's doing and the provision that he's providing to be able to continue to pour into people. Um, If I can, one of the things I say, if I can help someone, Mm -hmm. if I can help save someone from themselves, I've done my job. And even Hallelujah. if that's one person at any given time, so if you're listening to this show, if it's you, I've done my job, right? I just yeah. want to help people save themselves from themselves. And Hallelujah. we have to look at self, but we can't look at self without our creator, right? Powerful, powerful, powerful. <laughs> what an awesome, awesome time we spent. You know, uh, um, there's, there's something the Holy Spirit uh, gave me. He said, he said, you have to be a God-sized glove to do his work. See, because mm-hmm. if his hand is not in it, it has no power. Mm-hmm. So, so we, have to, mm-hmm. we have to allow him to lead us. And that's what, exactly what you are doing. Elder Ron, you, uh, you have any, any, any last statements to, to, uh, uh, to ask or, or, or comments that you've had on what has been said so far before we close? We we're at the six-minute mark to close. Um, Five minutes. I, I, I'm excited for my sister. I'm excited for where our Heavenly Father is taking her, where he is leading her. And I'm even more excited that she has been willing to be obedient and hear the call because so many miss it. And they wonder why their lives are, are a, a combination of so many helter-skelter moments uh, when if they would just open their spiritual ears in here. They would have the direction they look for. Um, she said quite a few things today, and, you know, in her book she says some things in different areas. One that was really interesting was the more you know about yourself and your God-given purpose, it's easier it is to make a choice about romantic partnerships. I think all women need to understand what that means, you know, mm. and, and just for romantic, but your partnership with anybody. It's centered around your God-given purpose. And mm-hmm. it's, it's easier for you as an individual to go into situations with a, under, you know, with a knowing than it is to go in with a question mark. And so while her doing what she's doing, she's showing women of every age, from the youngest to the oldest, that there is still that possibility if you are looking mm-hmm. for it. 
Even if yeah. you may not be looking for a relationship, your relationship with your father is the most important because everything comes from that. And if you can mm-hmm. make sure that's what you need to be, everything else will fall in place. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm thankful for going. Uh, I take it as an honor mm-hmm. um, to even be to be a part of what she's doing in any shape, form, or manner. And I'm super excited that she has become a part of us and that we can go on this mission together. And I'm excited for where we're going and what we're going to find when we get there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yes. I apologize. Is there something I can quickly read to leave with folks um, before we get off? Yes, yes, you can definitely read. Okay. So, and it's really just a dedication to my father because obviously this is furthering father um, radio show. I just want to salute him. Um, really quickly, so I'm going to read um, the dedication. So to my father, Raymond E. Lloyd Jr., for always trying to mold me into a good girl. As the words to this book form sentences, it all came together. I appreciate the tough love and effort to save me from myself. You are a great earthly father, and I am truly proud to be your daughter. I pray that those that read this book feel the blessings of being good the same way I am to have a dad like you. Wow. 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 And we salute Elder Raymond Eugene Lloyd as well. And we're going to pray out. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for empowering women blessing them, blessing them to, to be empowered economically, empowered in health, empowered in education, empowered in social and political participation, to reduce gender-based violence, to strengthen communities, and cause spiritual and moral growth. Because as a collective, especially our godly mothers, our godly sisters that uh, operate in a standard, that they can share this standard, that it be normalized, and our communities, our families, and our individual women be blessed. Thank you, Lord, for uh, stressing and uh, and putting and placing within Stacey Lloyd the words of the rise of this woman. We thank you, Lord, for this is furthering fathering where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles, which form uh, the word heart through acronym, H-E-A-R-T, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Thank you, Lord, as you teach us and and raise us up in the way that we should go so that we understand how to remove the plank from our eyes so that we can help our brothers and sisters remove the splinter from their eyes tenderly, wisely, humbly, carefully, with longevity, and not immediacy. Thank you, Lord, for victory in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, as you caused us all to rise, rise of good men and rise of good women. We thank you for victory. In Jesus' name, according to the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Ghost, amen and amen. We thank you. Thank you, sister. Thank you, amen. Lord.
Hallelujah. Until next week, be excited to be alive.